Hello and welcome everyone to episode 122 of the AppDVs podcast. I'm your host Chris Rogers and this week's episode will focus on the Aptera news for the period between July 16th and July 22nd, 2023, which will be about Aptera beginning its validation phase and a new segment from NBC that's making waves. Hello everyone, I hope that you all had a great week. The first story of the week was about a video that Aptera put out a few days ago regarding the wind tunnel testing and validation that Aptera is doing. Featuring co-CEO Chris Anthony speaking to the camera directly, this video was essentially the video version of the article that was posted on Aptera's website with a few extras here and there. In addition to some cool shots of the vehicle that looked uh, or of how the vehicle looked within the wind tunnel that included Ecos Feher, the VP of engineering and Jason Hill, chief of design. There were some additional shots of the wind stream moving over the vehicle. It basically looks like there's like steam and like a, I don't know how else to describe it, but if you haven't seen it, it looks like there's like a, a thin stream of water vapor that's that's being pushed at the vehicle. And then you see it move around the different curves of the vehicle which is i I guess is how you test the aerodynamics and and they have a lot of sensors and you can see computers it looks very sciencey very official the kind of thing when you see a bunch of people looking into a computer screen they could be looking at basically the most simple simplistic excel chart ever it's always going to look very fancy and very important and the same thing is true for the testing at pininfarina and this video that went out i think my favorite line from the video was this from from Chris Anthony. Uh, Through the insights discovered from the Pininfarina wind tunnel and forthcoming aerodynamic testing, Aptera is on a path to further refine the most aerodynamic vehicle in the history of transportation. Now, putting aside the fact that Aptera has made the most aerodynamic vehicle in the history of transportation, what I'm curious about is what the insights from the wind tunnel testing are, how, how that impacts the the vehicle's design and the forthcoming aerodynamic testing and and what this means that aptera is planning to do to the vehicle at this point i think it's highly unlikely that they're going to make any kind of changes or significant alterations to the body shape and this is largely due to the composite dies already being built i mean those that cost a, a lot of money they basically made these huge massive steel dies that um that that are out in in italy that they're making the vehicle and so if they're trying to change the shape they they would have to change those those dies and and that's not they'd have to purchase more steel so basically the shape of the vehicle the main body i i think that's that's it but the word refinement still in, in this context it implies that they anticipate making some improvements to the vehicle's aerodynamics and that I'm, I think it, it implies that something is going to maybe improve the coefficient of drag or perhaps maybe make it perform better, the existing coefficient of drag, in multiple, a wider range of conditions. I'm not sure what that will be, but I don't know why you would say refine if, if, you're, if you're not going to do anything. If you're just going to go, oh, yeah, I mean, maybe that you can just refine what the coefficient of drag is and, and that, would be, that would be it. But it sounds like they're going to make some changes. And my guess as to what they could do is that the wind tunnel testing, as well as any other tests that they're going to do, are going to result in some changes 
to the connection between the main body of the vehicle and the the open wheel design, the wheel pants, the basically the, the axle bars that you see connecting the two front wheels of the vehicle. They've already made changes from the first alpha prototype you saw, there's basically loose cabling and then they redesigned that a little bit, but that there, I imagine there's still some flexibility. You could change the width in terms of either more wide or, or more narrow. You could maybe change the shape of that a little bit and you wouldn't need to change the, the dies um, that they're using for the composite of the vehicles. You would just change, maybe you change the positioning of the wheel pants and, and their tilt. Um, I'm not sure, I mean, it, it, I should have said this up front, I'm not sure what it is that you could do to that, but I think there's still some flexibility there. And then the times that Aptera has shown the aerodynamic testing, they, they basically have, um, you can see they have images where it looks like you can see where the most wind turbulence is on the vehicle, though the wheels are by far the, the most disruptive area. And so that to me seems to be the part where you would target it. It's basically the, the side view cameras and the, but really the wheel pants and that, that's a much larger surface area. Uh, but other than that, I'm not sure what else Aptera can do at this point as a result of the testing, other than going, yep, we made a very aerodynamic vehicle. Um, you know, they can perhaps see, get some better data on where the highest stresses will be on the vehicle and maybe make some necessary changes to improve the durability of the vehicle. Um, I'm not sure how much stress is coming from, again, when you have the most aerodynamic vehicle in the history of transportation, I'm not sure how much wind stress is being put on the vehicle and how much you need to do to harden it in certain ways. But that's where I'm predicting that we'll see the results of this pan out. And I'm an optimist. And so I'm the result of the, the I don't know, the phrasing in this, in this video, I'm just, I'm more hopeful that Aptera is looking to go beyond my expectations for how much lower than 0.13 coefficient of drag that they can get. As always, I'll continue to monitor this area of the vehicle's development, and I hope there's an update soon. The next story of the week, and the biggest one, came out of a segment that NBC did on Aptera. NBC, for those not based in the United States, it's, it's just a, a news organization they have national level TV channels. They have they have all sorts of, of stuff. They're storied organization. They do they do news. They also do local news, and so they own a lot of local TV stations. And I think a, a basically a, a local San Diego NBC station did a a segment on Aptera. We've we've seen a lot of these. It it similar to other ones. You know they talk about Aptera, what they're doing, solar electric vehicle, and it it, it was a largely innocuous segment featuring co-CEO Chris Anthony did not contain too much new information. Uh, Chris Anthony did say in this video that there are 44,000 pre-orders, which I think is a slight increase. But around a minute and 15 seconds into the video comes the the point of controversy. The presenter for, for NBC states that the model that they tested had some, some obvious flaws, you know, not too surprising, but included as an example that the Gamma prototype that they were driving, that he was testing, could barely make it uphill before overheating. 
Then there's a short clip of while this happens, it, they recorded it. Chris Anthony says something. It, it seems like he's likely jo- joking based off of you know how he, he usually talks and what I've seen before of him. And he says, I think you're the first person to drive an Aptera uh, on a hill, which is which is clearly not true if you've seen any other video segments. And so I think he's joking. But that follows the presenter saying, you know, the vehicle was overheating, could barely drive uphill. Then Chris Anthony says, you know, I think you're the first person to drive it uphill. So, so it seems like, oh, yeah, you know, like we, we didn't look in this. And the segment concludes by... By saying again, this is a mostly positive segment about Aptera talking about it and its potential, but it, it concludes by saying that there are obvious limitations, um, but there are still some some benefits. And so you, you put it all together, what it looks like is that oh yeah, you know this vehicle cannot drive uphill without overheating, and you know that that's a, a pretty clear limitation of it that you you just have to to accept if you're going to have a solar powered vehicle and that Aptera knows about this, um, you know, they're acknowledging that this this um, presenter was the first person to drive it uphill. And you know, based on that clip alone, the Aptera comes across as a very delicate and underpowered vehicle that, yeah, you've got this solar mobility, you know, 40 miles a day, but it, it can't even drive up a hill. Um, again, anyone who's watched any of the numerous test drive vi- uh, videos that are out there where you can see it going up and down hills, y- you know that this isn't really an, a limitation of the vehicle. And it's also, when you factor in that it's supposed to have, a, a, I think, a 0 to 60 time in under 4 seconds, it's basically as fast as a, a Porsche 911. Um, if it's able to do that, it, presumably they ha- they have the cooling capacity so that it can actually do that that acceleration. I remember in the Rich Rebuilds video, the first thing that popped in my mind was doing donuts in one of the the Gamma prototypes, or, or uh, I think it's it was the the Mad Max vehicle. I remember him doing donuts in in Aptera prototype. But it's just again, if if the car the, the car just overheats and is is just this Fabergé egg, I, I wouldn't imagine it could it could do that. Um, so far, I, I've I've seen. Epteras tried to get ahead of this a little bit. They posted on the Ambassador Facebook group that the cooling issue in the NBC segment was a new problem that they hope to fix before future media visits. Aptera believes that the cooling essentially for the motors and the inverters is incredibly capable and it's likely what happened with NBC was a result of the stress of a packed schedule for the Gamma prototype. So they're basically saying yet we'd never seen this before but it's likely happened because we were driving a lot doing a lot of different things but we we do think that it it's definitely going to have enough cooling so that it's not going to be overheating over time bigger picture i expect this segment suggesting that aptera struggles to drive uphill long term i think this this is just going to be forgotten you know this it's going to be one of those things if you're following it you'll remember it's like oh yeah that that controversy but once the full testing and validation of the vehicle is, is done, they're going to be able to iron out any significant issues. And and this is something that this is just basic functionality of the vehicle. And it really speaks to the value of testing and validation of these vehicles because high stress testing in the real world can reveal problems that modeling will will not. It, it just it, or it's hard to recreate. And additionally, 
This is why it will be good for the company to begin their deliveries with customers near to the production facility in Southern California, who, if they do discover any problems, they'll be able to diagnose them and fix them before shipping them around the world. And, and then you have people very far away from San Diego who, you know, you know they're, they're trying to order parts, but they're not necessarily sure how to diagnose an issue that, that you know, could have been fixed early on. You know, the important caveat here, as, as I'm speaking about this, is the assumption that the cooling system of the vehicle is indeed robust enough to handle high temperature environments, and there really isn't an, an overheating problem, which I don't have any problems, I, you know, I'm going to go with the assumption that they will be able, I mean, this is just standard functioning of a vehicle, that they'll be, they ought to be able to figure this out. But in the short term, I'm imagining that this little segment is going to add fuel to the fire of naysayers who don't think that it's a vehicle that's capable enough to handle real world conditions. Uh, the bottom line is I'm not too concerned about this, I guess, the implications of this segment that or that the Aptera is not going to be able to drive uphill. And and that's not just because, well, I mean, actually, no, it, it's, largely be, it, it's largely because these, they're driving around what is an obsolete prototype that was designed over a year ago but you know also significantly we have not seen what the finalized version of this vehicle will be aptera has, has shown us versions of the vehicle that have looked so good that they've looked delivery ready and i think what has happened is that because they've looked delivery ready for so long it's easy to forget that they're still fine-tuning everything and you know, as bad as it is for a prominent news organization to put a video out making the car look finicky, I'm glad that they discovered what may be a fixable issue now rather than than later. You know, what would be really a disaster is if they'd been doing all this testing and and you know maybe they didn't put it through a hectic schedule. And you know maybe it's as simple as like oh you know we just need to strengthen the coolant line here or there or we need to increase the the rate of flow. Of, of coolant to the, the maybe the, the motors or maybe there's something in, in the battery who knows but you know it, it could turn out that it's a, a fairly simple fix that now they've discovered that it's like oh yeah you know if you drive the vehicle um, thousands of miles in a few weeks and ship it all over the world that yeah you know you can have some overheating problems but either way you know they can figure it out um, yeah this will be something to monitor going forward you know, heating, cooling issues of, of the vehicle. And I wouldn't be surprised if Aptera puts something out in the future about cooling validation just to assuage the concerns that people may have coming out of this this segment. Um, the, people say, you know, all press is, is good press. And so I guess it's a it's maybe a good thing that more people may become aware of Aptera due to this minor controversy. But I'm not too concerned about it. And uh, time will tell, you know, what ultimately happens. And, and in confirming what I suspect is, you know, a, a relatively minor issue that is not going to be a problem with the final delivery versions of the, the vehicle. And that concludes episode 122 of the AppDVs podcast. I hope you found this episode interesting. If you enjoy the podcast, please tell a friend so that we can continue to grow the AppTerra movement. I also include my referral link in the show notes, which you can use for $30 off your $100 refundable deposit on an AppTerra. 
AppDV's podcast is available on all major podcasting platforms, including Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, etc., etc. If you have any questions or feedback, including corrections, please send those to appevspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you to OS50 for the song Movies, and in the words of Jeff Kanata, think about what you put out into the world, make it a better place. 